from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. On this episode of Newt's World, I really want to deal with what I think is an extraordinary threat to the whole fabric of the American system. This was triggered, in my mind, as much as anything, by the fact that on Monday, August 14th, a grand jury in Georgia indicted former President Donald Trump and 18 allies on state charges that stem from his effort to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. The 41-count indictment was unsealed on Monday and is the fourth criminal case that Trump is facing. He now faces a total of 91 charges in four criminal cases in four different jurisdictions, two federal and two state. Now, I think in part it all came together for me because I spent two hours Monday evening with Sean Hannity waiting for the grand jury to report. And I'm now convinced that this was all rushed and looked stunningly stupid because on Friday, the attorney general had announced that Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, was now going to be a special investigator, whereas up until then he'd said he didn't need to be because he had all the power that he needed, but now he had to do this. It was clearly a PR move to try to indicate they're being serious about Hunter Biden, which remember, this is the same Weiss who allowed the statute of limitations to drop on the most serious tax problems. This is the same Weiss who agreed to a plea bargain so stupid that the federal judge threw it out. And this is the same Weiss who has now been sitting on the Hunter Biden problem for several years and avoiding dealing with all the ramifications. The reaction to that was apparently so bad 
that the pressure was on for the Democrats to do something to take the news media away from the degree to which they were clearly trying to rig the game and trying to protect the Bidens. And their technique was to go after Donald Trump with this indictment, which had been hanging out there for a good while. Now, it made perfect sense for the Democrats to indict President Trump in Fulton County because he was defeated in Fulton County by about three to one. And that was a pattern you've seen developing. Trump got 4.1% of the vote in D.C. in 2016 and 5.4% in 2020. Now, what does that mean in D.C.? It means that when Jack Smith is bringing a case against Trump in the District of Columbia, the jury pool is 19 to 1 against Trump. 19 to 1. It's clearly impossible. Similarly, in New York City, the jury pool would be about three to one, as it would be in Fulton County. So what you have is four different indictments, two of them brought by a U.S. attorney, Jack Smith, who has such a terrible record of distorting the law that the Supreme Court unanimously reprimanded him when he went after Governor Robert McDonald, who's a great guy and whose career was ruined by Jack Smith, even though the courts ultimately said that McDonald was clearly innocent and that Smith had rigged the whole thing and that Smith was really doing bad things. That's the person that the Biden administration picked to go after Trump. And he's doing the same thing to Trump. And you know that because when one of the indictments includes the 1870 Ku Klux Klan Act in South Carolina. Think about this. A law was passed in 1870 to enable the U.S. government to defeat the Ku Klux Klan, which was in the process of intimidating former slaves in order to establish segregation. Ironically, when the law was passed, every yes vote was a Republican and every no vote was a Democrat because the Democrats in 1870 were in favor of segregation and in favor of the Ku Klux Klan. Now, today, you have Democrats who are now using that law in order to go after a president of the United States, even though it's clear there's nothing, zero, about Trump that involves the Ku Klux Klan in South Carolina. You had the same thing happening with the Fulton County Court, where this long indictment has all sorts of stuff thrown in it. It's what I would call a kitchen sink effect. If we throw everything at you, maybe something will stick. Now, that's the kind of process we've been dealing with. What makes it really, really difficult is that we're watching at one and the same time an all-out effort to get Donald Trump so that he cannot become president again, and we are watching an all-out effort to protect Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and the Bidens. So if you do something wrong, but you're a liberal Democrat, you're not at risk. If you do something that's not wrong, but you're a Republican, you're still at risk. And notice, what makes it really scary is they didn't just go after President Trump. They went after 18 other people. This is happening all over the country. In Michigan, the state of the Democrat attorney general went after people, including an 81-year-old woman who had agreed to be an alternate elector. Now, let me explain about alternate electors. If you're in a contested 
election. You're allowed to become an alternate elector in order to be available if at the end they decide that your side won. Now, in the year 2000, that happened in Florida, and Al Gore had a set of alternate electors. Nobody said, oh, these people are breaking the law. These people are undermining the government. There was an assumption that that was totally legitimate and what people were allowed to do. If the same rules that are being applied right now by the district attorney in Atlanta have been applied to Al Gore's electors, they would all have faced jail time for simply having exercised their right as a citizen. So part of what's going on is a deliberate, vicious attempt to use the law in order to bankrupt people, to make it scary to be a Republican, to indicate that you do these things, the entire full weight of the federal government's going to come after you. Now, what makes that doubly infuriating is that at the very moment that they are harassing an 81-year-old woman for exercising her citizenship, they are defending Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, who have done all sorts of things. They're totally ignoring Barack Obama's role in corrupting the Justice Department and the intelligence community. And nobody's really asked themselves, gee, how could 51 intelligence officers have signed a false letter about the Hunter Biden laptop? Remember during the 2020 campaign, all of a sudden there's this letter signed by 51 leading members of the intelligence community saying that the Hunter Biden laptop is probably Russian and probably not real, and you shouldn't pay attention to it. Now, in fact, they knew that wasn't true. The FBI knew it wasn't true. Barack Obama knew it wasn't true. And you have to say to yourself, how corrupted had our senior intelligence services become that 51 professionals would sign on to a political document that they knew was false, basically using the prestige and the respect they had acquired defending America? to undermine and deceive Americans. Similarly, in the entire case that involves Donald Trump and mar largo and the handling of documents, it's a fact stated publicly by the former head of the FBI that Hillary Clinton had secret documents at home. It's a fact that Hillary Clinton now literally eliminated over 32,000 emails that she had her staff member go out literally with a hammer, you can't make this up, with a hammer to break up the hard drive. Now, if that's not obstruction of justice, then the term obstruction of justice has no meaning. And this is the sort of thing that we're seeing with Trump again and again. If it involves Trump, they are stretching the law as far as possible. They're making charges and allegations because, after all, they have the power of the government. They are paid for by the taxpayer. There is no great risk to them. And part of their goal here is to bankrupt Trump and take money away from his presidential campaign. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hi, this is Newt. In my new book, March the Majority, The Real Story of the Republican Revolution, I offer strategies and insights for everyday citizens and for seasoned politicians. It's both a guide for political success and for winning back the majority in 2024. March the Majority outlines the 16-year campaign to write the contract with America, explains how we elected the first Republican House majority in 40 years, and how we worked with President Bill Clinton to pass major reforms, including four consecutive balanced budgets. March the Majority tells the behind-the-scenes story of how we got it done. Go to gingrich360.com book and order your copy now. Order it today at gingrich360.com slash book. And part of their goal is to so scare Republicans that they begin to say, gee, I'm not sure I can be active because after I'm in, I build a Ford a lawyer. And this is a truly vicious effort. Furthermore, the assault in the various indictments on the role of the lawyers should threaten every single American. If your lawyer cannot give you honest advice because your lawyer may then be charged with having given you advice that the district attorney thinks is inappropriate, you've now broken through the very base of the American legal system. The American legal system starts with the idea that you have a right to protect yourself that you are innocent until proven guilty, and that your lawyer can give you their best advice without worry because it's totally confidential. Well, now what you have is a brand new model in which the Democrats are asserting the right to measure whether or not they believe that the advice you gave was inappropriate, whether or not they believe 
that you should have known in advance what you're suggesting was not true, and that they are able to say that they're going to ruin you, ruin your reputation, ruin your business, and potentially bankrupt you financially defending yourself, and you're basically helpless. Now, in that setting, you're in a situation that you're faced with such a double standard that I think it's fair to say that the Democrats have decided that they will destroy the law if that's what it takes to destroy Donald Trump. I think it's also fair to say that the Democrats have decided that protecting themselves is at the center of what they're doing. So no matter how much evidence there is, I mean, just ask yourself, Hunter Biden, who by his own admission was a drug addict, is getting money from Uzbekistan, Ukraine, Russia, Romania, and China. Now, does anybody seriously believe that he's getting it because he's smart, he's well-educated, he has unique talent? Does anybody believe if his name had been Hunter Smith, that he would have gotten a dime from these people? It's clear that he was relying on the prestige of his father. And in fact, it's pretty clear, not yet proven in court, as the New York Times will gladly warn you, or the Washington Post, who are bending over backwards to defend the Bidens while doing everything they can to smear Donald Trump. And they will tell you that we don't have absolute 100% proof that has stood up in a trial yet. But when Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company, hires Hunter Biden and pays him a great deal of money every month, even though he knows nothing about natural gas, nothing particularly about Ukraine. And they're being investigated by a particular prosecutor. And that prosecutor is a threat to the leadership of the company. And all of a sudden, Vice President Biden shows up in Kiev. We have him on videotape talking to the Council on Foreign Relations after he left the White House, and saying to them, I went in and I told the president of Ukraine, you either fire him or I'm going to cut off a billion dollars in U.S. support. That is, he was using the taxpayers' money to blackmail the president of Ukraine. And there was an implication that we would also move to block a $40 billion loan from the International Monetary Fund. And as Biden himself says, and I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Now, he knew his son was working for Burisma. He knew that Burisma was being threatened by this particular person. And yet he used the authority and power of the vice presidency. He used a billion dollars of your money and my money to threaten them in a way which totally helped Hunter and totally helped Burisma. And we're getting more and more information that gradually proves all of these pieces. It's important to remember that the power of a U.S. attorney, in the case of Georgia, the power of a district attorney, to bring things into 
the law, is enormous. We rely on the discretion, the good judgment, if you will, the character of the people who become U.S. attorneys and prosecutors to not do things that are destructive, that are inappropriate. We were warned about this by Attorney General Robert Jackson, who's a remarkable person. He was the Attorney General for Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He became a member of the Supreme Court. He was the American judge at the Nuremberg trials of the Nazis. A remarkable background, very prestigious person. In April 1940, he gives an address called the Federal Prosecutor, which he delivers at the second annual conference of U.S. attorneys. And he warns, quote, the most dangerous power of the prosecutor that he will pick people that he thinks he should rather than pick cases that need to be prosecuted. He goes on to say, and this is all from Attorney General Jackson at that time, quote, it would probably be within the range of that exaggeration permitted in Washington to say that assembled in this room is one of the most powerful peacetime forces known to our country. The prosecutor has more control over life, liberty, and reputation than any other person in America. His discretion is tremendous. He can have citizens investigated, and if he is that kind of person, he can have this done to the tune of public statements and veiled or unveiled intimations. Or the prosecutor may choose a more subtle course and simply have a citizen's friends interviewed. The prosecutor can order arrests, present cases to the grand jury in secret session, and on the basis of his one-sided presentation of the facts, can cause the citizen to be indicted and held for trial. He may dismiss the case before trial, in which case the defense never has a chance to be heard. Or he may go on with a public trial. If he obtains a conviction, the prosecutor can still make recommendations as to sentence, as to whether the prisoner should get probation or a suspended sentence. And after he is put away, as to whether he is a fit subject for parole, while the prosecutor at his best is one of the most beneficent forces in our society, when he acts from malice or other base motives, he is one of the worst. Let me repeat that. When he acts from malice or other base motives, he is one of the worst. And that, of course, is precisely Jack Smith. Jackson goes on to say, quote, these powers have been granted to our law enforcement agencies because it seems necessary that such a power to prosecute be lodged somewhere. This authority has been granted by people who really wanted the right thing done, wanted crime eliminated, but also wanted the best in our American traditions preserved. Because of this immense power to strike at citizens, not with mere individual strength, but with all the force of government itself, the post of federal district attorney from the very beginning, has been safeguarded by presidential appointment, requiring confirmation of the Senate of the United States. You are thus required to win an expression of confidence in your character by both the legislative and the executive branches of government before assuming the responsibilities of a federal prosecutor. Now think about all that. What Jackson is warning about is that when you give this level of power, the power to interrogate, the power to investigate, the power to arrest, the power to try. You really have to be careful about it, and you have to be careful to not be involved in chasing people for political reasons. Jackson goes on to say, quote, nothing better can come out of this meeting of law enforcement officers 
than a rededication to the spirit of fair play and decency that should animate the federal prosecutor. Now, I want you to think about Jack Smith. I want you to think about that district attorney in New York and the district attorney in Fulton County. And I'm going to reread this because I want you to see how totally they fall short of that. Quoting again from Jackson, a rededication to the spirit of fair play and decency that should animate the federal prosecutor. Now, that's really important to understand. And Jackson understood it perfectly. Jackson had warned Roosevelt that there are so many laws that they could find virtually everybody guilty of something if they really wanted to, because there are so many laws that people just by accident on occasion are going to make mistakes. I think that it's clear that what Jackson is asking here, and it's a fairly long speech, which I'm not going to go through all of, but what he's asking is that you recognize that the power you're being given is, in fact, a power that you have to be very careful and very cautious about not abusing. And Jack Smith proved in the case he brought against Governor Robert McDonald of Virginia that he was totally unworthy of being a federal prosecutor because he clearly cheated. He clearly rewrote the law. The fact is that the Supreme Court unanimously rejected what he had done and said that he had completely misread the law. He had given the jury instructions based on a falsehood. They said, quote, the jury instructions at issue were impermissibly broad and did not provide enough guidance to the jury regarding whether the actions in question need to be formal exercise of government power. Therefore, the conviction was vacated. Now, a whole range of former attorneys general in Virginia had written in support. And they said, quote, we support the reversal of Governor McDonald's convictions and the dismissal of the criminal charges because the expansive interpretation of federal law under which he was prosecuted and on which his convictions were based is erroneous. It is completely alien to any legal advice that any of us would have given to any governor of Virginia. Moreover, that expansive interpretation, if allowed to stand, would wreak havoc upon participatory democracy by casting a shadow of federal prosecution and imprisonment across normal participation in the democratic process. Now think about that. What they're saying is the way Jack Smith totally distorted the law was a threat against normal participation in the democratic process. Well, what do you think it does about people agreeing to serve as an elector when they watch an 81-year-old woman being sued and threatened with jail in Michigan? What do you think it does when they watch the chairman of the Republican Party of Georgia being indicted by the district attorney for simply doing what the chairman should be doing? What do you think it does to the willingness to get involved in public life when lawyers see fellow lawyers being attacked by the federal government, being potentially bankrupted just to defend themselves, having their names smeared, their reputation ruined? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Oh, that's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is the kind of thing that's going on that is a genuine threat to the survival of the rule of law. And I believe what what finally hit me was that we are watching liberal Democrats who are prepared to destroy the law if that's what it takes to destroy Donald Trump and in the process They are prepared to grotesquely distort the law to try to destroy Republican lawyers and Republican volunteers. This is an extraordinarily dangerous moment. But what makes it even more infuriating and more dangerous is that on the one side, you have a willingness to go after any Republican and any conservative, and particularly to go after Trump. And remember, Donald Trump, in the latest poll, has 60% support to be the Republican nominee. He is a former president, and he has 60% support in his party to be the nominee next to him. So they're going after the leading political opponent of President Biden in a way which we have never seen in the American system, and in a way which clearly is an assault on the integrity of the Constitution and the rule of law. And I think in that context... When you go back and you realize that person after person filed suits, 77 former state attorneys general filed an amicus brief with the U.S. Supreme Court supporting the overturning of what Jack Smith had done. 77 former state attorneys general. They also had a whole series of law professors who supported repudiating Jack Smith. And with a unanimous decision that Jack Smith had, in fact, perverted the law, distorted the law, deliberately misled the jury. This is the person that the Biden administration picked to go after Donald Trump. And why would they do that? Because they want somebody who will distort the law. And I would argue 
that using the 1870 Ku Klux Klan Act is a perfect example of distortion. Does anybody believe that the 1870 Anti-Ku Klux Klan Act has anything to do with Donald Trump? Of course not. It's just a handy weapon to try to destroy him. Similarly, if you look at the case being filed in Fulton County, she is applying the RICO Act, which is, remember, the RICO Act is about organized crime. The RICO Act was designed for the mafia, for drug dealers, for people who are a network of committed criminals. And she's applying it to a group. Ironically, one of them, Rudy Giuliani, was one of the original pioneers in New York in using the RICO Act to lock up the mafia. Now, to bring an anti-organized crime law into a case involving the leading candidate for president in the opposition party is astonishingly bad. But what's even worse in the case of Georgia is that the former Democratic candidate for governor, Stacey Abrams, on at least 33 different occasions, said that the governor, Kemp, had not won. So she repudiated the election results 33 times. Yet do you see the district attorney in Fulton County bringing her in, suggesting that she was in fact cheating? You have Maxine Waters in 2000, congresswoman, getting up to object to Florida's votes going to George W. Bush. You have Debbie Wasserman Schultz, again, saying the same thing. She said, Al Gore won the state of Florida, but not the presidency. Well, he didn't win the state of Florida. And she didn't go to jail for having said it. You can just go through item after item after item. And the fact is, Democrats can say it, and it doesn't matter. But if Republicans say it, now it's illegal. Now it's a problem. And I think what we're faced with here, and I'll be picking up on this in future podcast, is we have a tremendous problem as a country leading us potentially to the largest constitutional crisis since the 1850s. You have a group of people willing to destroy the law, willing to destroy the Constitution, if that's what it takes for them to destroy their major political opponent. On the other side, you have people who are totally protected as long as they're liberal Democrats. So Hillary Clinton can do things both in terms of obstruction of justice. She can do things about the misuse of security documents. She can do things about taking money involving millions of dollars from Russian companies. But she's a liberal Democrat. You now have just a stunning record. And I would recommend to everybody Andy McCarthy's book, Ball of Collusion, which was written in 2019 and which clearly indicates how much Barack Obama was involved in corrupting the Justice Department and corrupting the intelligence community and how much he personally knew about what was going on that was dishonest and, frankly, done in the purpose of trying to protect people like Clinton while destroying people like Trump. This is a genuine crisis. I'm going to be coming back to it. And I think it's clear that the country gets it. In fact, it's ironic that the day President Trump was taken in in Manhattan, literally that week, he raised over $3.9 million. Every time they indict him, more people come to his side. I'm inclined to agree with Henninger, who wrote in the Wall Street Journal today, that Trump's support, which is now somewhere between 55 and 60 percent for the Republican nomination, 
that a growing part of that support is people who are so angry at a federal government that's this corrupt that they feel compelled to support Trump as a way of stopping the corruption and stopping a genuine threat to our freedom. And I'll have a great deal more on this, but I want you just to remember, you are watching people, liberal Democrats, including the President of the United States, the Attorney General, who are prepared to destroy the law and destroy the Constitution, if that's what it takes to destroy Donald Trump, because he's such a threat to their system. And I'll be back and talk about more of this over the next few weeks, because this is not going to go away. This is an enormously important crisis of the American system. Thank you for listening. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Garnsey Sloan. Our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Penley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. Right now, listeners of Newt's World can sign up for my three free weekly columns at gingrich360.com slash newsletter. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. 
with so many options for reducing carbon emissions. Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.